Welcome to Foolish, the podcast Bachelor edition. That's right, today we're going over everything that happened in last week's episode of The Bachelor, popular reality show on ABC. Hi, I'm am I I'm a bachelor. I want the ladies the lady to woo me and I want to be wooed. Do, I want to be Ric Flared. Yeah, you don't the the impetus of wooing isn't on you, right? I was going to say, I, I, as soon as you said The Bachelor, I was like, oh, I'm The Bachelor. The ladies have to get me. I just feel like, all right, Bill, can I be honest with you and the listeners for a second? You don't think I'm a good bachelor? No, I, I'm sure you're a fine bachelor. But the only reason I started talking about The Bachelor is because I really don't think we've had enough listeners lately. And it seems that like everyone loves talking about The Bachelor no matter what industry they're in. I don't know who you've met. It's like every, it's like a, a new thing in like all different, on all the different media platforms. It's a fun, f- cool thing for like people who don't talk about reality shows to talk about The Bachelor. Like it's on Deadspin. It's like a 15 year old show. Yeah, but it, like people like do recaps of it now. Like on some like Deadspin and The Ringer and like, uh, AB, like it's, it's all, it's like a cool thing now for people who like, particularly sports writers to talk about The Bachelor. Huh. It's a very popular show still. And I've never understood it, even a little bit. But I think if we maybe start talking about The Bachelor, um, we can drop, we can ride the wave. Sure. Or was this a Hell bad yeah. idea? I mean, I'm single, so I'm willing to. I'm willing to. You want to be the Bachelor? To, I want to be the Bachelor. Yeah. Do, do you though? Well, I mean, so there's some prerequisites. You have to be rich. You do. You have to be. A, you have to be. I, I think. I don't think so. Because these ladies want you. I, I think yeah. I think most of those guys on there are rich. They're definitely yeah. attractive. They're definitely in shape. Yep. Yep. So I'd like to be that. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, let's write to. ABC. I feel like I feel like every man is hideous, and then once they're told they're on The Bachelor, they transform. Yeah, that might be the case. It's like a, I don't think I would like it very much. Being The Bachelor feels too fake. It is. It does seem extremely fake. I know my fiance sure. wouldn't like it. <laughs> I was gonna say I don't think you could be on. <laughs> the the it would be the, they would have to change the name to like the adulterer. <laughs> oh no, oh, that'd yeah. be a bad show. Yeah, and they would just root against you, the audience. Bill, have Go you ahead. been? It's been a long time. I am great. I am this, fantastic. This is our first new episode of the new year. How how so is twenty eighteen? We take, we take winter you? off. We're like TV T- shows. Typically, yeah. Yeah, kind of, actually. Although our first episode ever was on Christmas Eve, I believe. Is that right? Yeah, Christmas Eve of, like, 2015? Sure. I think. You mean we recorded at Christmas Eve or it launched on Christmas Eve? I think it, I think we recorded, like, a week earlier. I could find mm-hmm. out. Yeah, so could the listener. <laughs> True. Let's see if they find out before me. Oh, I got it. Uh, December 22nd, 2014. Jesus okay. Christ. So you were way off. Yeah, I was off by a whole year. Anyway... Chuck, I had a dream. Yep. Oh, I heard your cat. Yeah, she's going nuts right now. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's house house acclimation. Yeah, she's fine. I got a cat. Let's keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> keep moving. Okay. Anyway. Um, so I had a dream, and I'm curious about how you would attack this thing. Um, I had a dream. It was it was strangely like vivid, and there was a lot of detail in it. I think I would but wake I up. The, Okay, great. If I was going to attack a dream. <laughs> no, more more attack the scenario that was in the dream. Okay. I was on the Johnny Carson show. 
I don't know why. All right. But it was just it was just weird me, stuff. Johnny. It's weird dream. Yeah, weird, wild, weird, wild weird dream. stuff. And I knew that I was from the present time, but I knew that I had gone into the past, and I am now on the show. Uh huh. And so when I went on the show, I I I told them, "Hey guys, I'm from the future." And they didn't believe me. Obviously. From the future. Why? That's wild. Why? It's weird stuff. From <laughs> yeah. the future. This Thank- guy says he's from the future. <laughs> Regular Michael J. Fox over here. Um, so they didn't believe me. And I was trying to think of like, how can I convince them immediately that I'm from the future? Like, all I could think was like, oh, in this year, this movie is going to come out and it's going to be about this thing or this team's going to win the Super Bowl on this year. But that's not something I could prove immediately. I remember I took out my phone and I showed them, hey, hey, I got this this fancy phone here. That didn't work. But they work. had no concept of what a, what a, what a smartphone is. Like, right. I had, no, I had no connection because there were no cell towers. I had no internet because there was no internet. It was just a weird thing. Now, did that, did so that, I, did that issue happen in your dream that you didn't have internet connection? Yes, so I took out my phone and I couldn't do anything with it because I had no internet and no like cell service because it hadn't been created yet. Sure. Um, so what? Are so you how would you like immediately try to convince someone that you're from the future without? I don't think there's a way. Yeah, you couldn't. The, the problem is you couldn't do it immediately. You it would it would you would have to. All right. Do I have? Um, is this on my feet or would I get to like go back? Knowing I would have to convince people. Right. You'd have to go back knowing. What I mean is, before I popped into the past, am I aware that I will need something with which to convince people that I'm from the future? Or is it like, you don't get to prepare, you just have to prove it right now? Oh, right. Yeah, no, there's no no preparation. There's almost nothing you can do um, in, in immediacy because... Unless you're like right before a very specific date, which even those I'm like bad with, like right. Unless unless you show up like an hour before a president gets shot or something, like or an election or sports game would be the best way to do it. Yeah, yeah. You'd, you'd have to research you need, what sports are happening that that day. You would need twenty of them in a row. I don't know. You could say like, oh, this game's going to end in this score, and these players are going to have these stats. Yeah. But you, I think you would need more than one game. Ah, uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Let's let's say a stranger came up to you. Like, so let's say you and me were out to lunch. We were at a restaurant, and a stranger came and sat down next to us and said, "I can tell you what the score of the Celtics game is going to be tonight and all the stats." And he was right. We yeah. wouldn't think it's because he was future. We'd be like, "Oh, he got lucky or something," you know? We'd be like, "That's really fucking weird," but he's not from the future. To get like like Everything. eight players' stats properly. Yeah, every single one. You wouldn't believe him at that point. No, I probably would. I still think I would still I, think there's a better chance he just got the everything right. The odds of right. getting every stat right in a I, game is like a bajillion to one. I think those are better odds. I think number. those are better odds than a time traveler coming back and talking to us. Huh? Like they're still. I know. Okay. I understand they're slim, but that's why I think. I think just to cement it, I would definitely think about it. Like, oh, this guy might be from the future. But I think just to we cement find it, this you guy and bet on some games. <laughs> that's what you do. That's well, that's the Back yeah. to the Future two plot. Yeah. That's how Biff got yeah. all his money. Yeah, but okay. yeah, there's no there's no way to actually do it um, without researching it beforehand. I don't think unless right. you're really good with with days and dates. Because like I couldn't tell you outside of like nine eleven, I have no idea what what stuff happened on what date. 
<laughs> it's like the OJ trial or the Challenger rocket or like all the kind of big events that happen. I don't know what day they happened right. on. And I don't know exactly, like Johnny Carson was on for 30 years. I don't know exactly which year I was on, but. <laughs> yeah. You weren't in the late early 90s or the late 80s, the 70s with, you know. Yeah, I, I, I remember I asked him, I was, I was like, what movies are coming out? And they told me, and I was like, well, I could tell them the plot, but I'm not going to be able to prove it right now. It'd, it'd have to be. So was there an audience and stuff? Like yeah. you were a guest yeah, on I, the show? I don't, I don't know the reason I was on the show, but I, it was one of those like where you just know information and you don't know, yeah. you have no, you have no like prologue to it. I just knew I was on the show, and I knew that I was from the future, and I really wanted to convince them. <laughs> yeah, I see the cat. <laughs> There's some good background stuff happening now. Although well, she jumped down. This is particular. We is can it get she? it. It is a she. Um, okay. For the listener, I got a cat yesterday. So I was gonna say your your favorite animal is a is a dog, isn't it? Yes. Okay. So why the cat? Because I can leave the cat alone for eight hours a day and not like have to worry about its emotional needs. Sure. Yeah, cats I don't, are emotionless. Yeah, I don't. Well, I don't say the cats for walks, <laughs> and like they're more independent, and like you don't have to like really exercise a cat. You don't have to give it as much kind of um, support that I just don't have the time for. Sure. With the dog. Uh. So yeah, that's why I went with the cat, and so far so good. Although it just is meowing like nuts. <laughs> I only just, heard it once. So. It's, just, it's interesting because we got it. Do we want to go into me getting a cat? Is that what we're doing now? I don't know. Do you want to get it? the the other question I had for you, which which was an old question, um, yes. But you, we haven't done a show since the holidays, and I remember you yeah. went caroling on the holidays. Oh sure. So, and that was something where you said it, and I wanted to hear about it, and you're like, "No, wait for the podcast." And it's been two months, <laughs> so I have yet to hear about this caroling. I mean, I think we got to wait for next December. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> so whichever one you feel like talking about. Well, I guess because the cat happened, I, I've been looking for a cat for like two weeks or three, no, long, uh, I've been looking aggressively for like two weeks, but I've known I've wanted to get one for months. Huh. The hell is that? Just wanted to pause. <laughs> uh, we got a fridge and it's the ice maker and it's really loud and we're changing, <laughs> changing the fridge in. How big are the freaking cubes? <laughs> They're bowling balls. Wow. All right. Oh, so I got the cat. I've been looking for cats a bunch, and I we really wanted a, a specific uh, cat style. I think it had to be younger than two years. We wanted a female. We wanted it to be short haired, good with like kids and uh, house trained and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Sure. And uh, we we also wanted it to be a rescue. So we didn't. I don't want to go buy a cat like at a pet store. And so finding a cat with that um, those kind of requisites uh, was difficult. And so I found her. Like on Wednesday at Lincoln Animal Shelter, and I put an application in, and then I picked her up on Saturday morning, and uh, we set up like a room. So when you get a new cat in the house, you're not supposed to plop it into the entire house, right? You put it, you put it in one room and let it adjust. Okay. And then like five hours ago, because it was kind of, it seems like it's been adventurous and stuff. We finally opened the door, and uh, that, as you saw in the background of my camera, is the first time I've actually seen it out and about in the house. So uh, nice. There you go. It does meow a lot. <laughs> they're, they're cats, Chuck. I don't know what to tell you. They, they do that. <laughs> but so far, so good. I like it a bunch. Get its a, name is Scratch Bananas, cup. Attorney at Law. Wait, what? Hmm? Never mind what I just said. What did you say? Her name is Scratch Bananas, Attorney at Law. 
Why? Full stop. <laughs> what do you mean why? It's a great name. <laughs> it's like four <laughs> great names put together. Scratch Bananas. Attorney at Law. So first name Scratch, last name Bananas? That's right. Okay. And it also is very educated. Yeah, I went to cat law school. Well, she. She. I shouldn't say it. It's, not, it's fine. It's a cat. It doesn't know English. <laughs> okay. So, Scratch Bananas. How the hell? Did, was that one of the choices? It was. It was the second most winning. I um, I put out a poll on Facebook, uh, listeners, about possible cat names. Yep. And I had like four in mind. And I was like, I got to fill this thing out. So, I just started listing stuff. I was going to say, I was more fascinated with how you came up with the list of names. Because there was like 50 on there. No, there's like 27, 28. That's, that's still um, a lot. That's still a lot of choices to go through. Yep. I just, sometimes I'm able to tap into those things where I could just make a list of random banana, like crazy stuff. Random banana. And scratch, <laughs> scratch Bananas was like the third one I thought of randomly. And that's the one I, I really wanted the cat to be Ken Tremendous, but um, it just didn't fit with her. So I was going to say, it seems more elegant to be, seems like an elegant cat to be called ken tremendous ken tremendous is my it's it's the pseudonym of my favorite writer but um oh yeah interesting yeah so i really want to go with ken tremendous because it's such a fun name but um you know scratch bananas attorney law is pretty good too (laughs) (laughs) bill have you been (laughs) i don't not as interesting as that (laughs) um well you've been you've been you've said a number of times you want to get a dog yes and specifically a bulldog, right? Yes, I would like to get a bulldog, yes. You want they're, just a wrinkly, frowny, <laughs> Everyone I tell it to is like, why? Why do you want a bulldog? And like, Oh, I don't think it's weird at all. Okay. Everyone seems to be judging me when I tell them that, because they, they're like, why don't you get a retriever or something like, like no, active? That. And that's the exact point. I'm a big, fat, lazy blob, <laughs> and I want a dog that reflects that. Um, bulldogs aren't that, they're muscular. You still yeah. got to walk them and stuff. Right. Oh, no, of course. You got to do a little bit, but they're fine just like plopping down and chilling out. Hanging around? Yes. Um, a friend of mine had a bulldog in uh, D- in D.C. Do you remember Paul? He, I worked with him. Is that the bird I ass guy? That's that guy. He now owns a food truck. I will uh, remember that guy called... forever just because of that. He's a great gentleman. He owns a food truck in Washington, D.C. called Fed City Brothers that they sell sausages. And he had a dog that was a bulldog uh, that I dog sat for like three or four days. Oh. Um, and it was awesome. It was a really fun dog. It was really cool. His mm-hmm. name was Buckus. That's a great bulldog name. It was named after Rocky's dog because Rocky. Oh, okay. Rocky's dog was Buckus. I knew that name sounded familiar. Yeah, like also, bulldogs, Dick, I, f- Dick I feel like there are specific bulldog names. Like I was like. I'm just gonna name it like beef or something. <laughs> yeah. Would you go like the French bulldog route or the English no, bulldog? Like, no, English. You want bulldog. the fat stocky? Yeah, I want English bulldog. Like there was that beer a long time ago, Red Dog. Do you remember that beer? They yes. had a bulldog logo that was yes. just that real frumpy kind of Charlie Winston. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I want a we'll dog. Bring... <laughs> I want a talking dog. That sounds like that. Will bring me my bones. <laughs> that would be great, actually. <laughs> I would love it. Um, But yeah, yeah. Bull- I'd like to play fetch. <laughs> they look super mean, and they but they but they aren't. They're super no super nice. They're super nice. Um, the only drawback is they have a bunch of health problems. Oh, do they? Yeah, they have, That's like, breathing great. issues. 
which again, yeah. so do, so do I. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, they get they have breathing issues, so sometimes they have to have like uh, like surgical stuff after a while to like open up. Mm. Like they, their noses are very like compressed, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one of the things when I was looking for cats. Like, there's a bunch of cats you can rescue that you want to rescue that have like health stuff. Mm-hmm. Like some have like feline AIDS or leukemia or like they have wounds of they call them WUOs wounds of unknown origins. Oh, it's just God. like I don't want to I don't want an animal that I'm gonna like. This sounds cynical or whatever, but I don't want an animal that I'm gonna have to pay thousands of dollars for. Right in five years, you know, Which I just sucks because there's there's plenty of those and. Yeah, like, I, know, I don't know who's there's only there's few people that are willing to do that, which sucks. Yeah, I don't know what you're like what you can do though. You know, I mean, right. I th- I don't think it's a reasonable thing to not want that. Right. Or no, I, th- I think it is a reasonable thing to not want that. Right. Sure. So, what's the origin right. of your cat? Is it like a stray that was taken in? Well, she was a mouse, and then she got bitten by a radioactive cat. Oh my god! And she slowly turned into a full-grown cat. <laughs> And it was a. I don't. So was it a, an attorney while it was still a mouse? Well, no, it was a person before that. Oh wow! Okay. Yep. This cat's been through a lot. Well, this person been through a thing, lot. This entity cat's has been through quite now. a bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I don't know the. They didn't know it was oh. a stray. I believe it was a stray, but they knew it was like it was in a home before because it is good with people and stuff. Mm. Like typically, if it's like a feral cat or one that wasn't like brought up in a home, it would be very scared around people and such. But this one's extremely friendly, so they think it just got dumped by its owners because of whatever. I'm not sure exactly. Sons of bitches. But uh, yeah, well, no. They're so great, when you went to the I place, was uh, was Sarah McLaughlin playing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just had it on a loop. <laughs> those, those fucking commercials, man. <laughs> I haven't seen one. Do they still make them? I don't know. I haven't seen one in a while. But anytime I, I like, I, I went to an animal shelter once, like last year, and that's all I could think about. Like that music was playing in my head while I was looking at these animals. I like, you. Yeah, is that the one? Uh, I think that one plays. And here's the world of the ages. No, it's, I thought it was. I thought it was Wings of an Angel. I, I don't know the words. I just know... It's not world of, world of the Ages? Is that what I said? Maybe it is. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, it's anyway. the something of an angel, I think. <laughs> or the World of the Ages. The World of the Ages. Sure. That sounds like a good uh, show. It sounds like... Uh, it's like a sci-fi like an show. 80s ha- no, it sounded like an 80s hair band's third <laughs> album. <laughs> like Judas Priest actually. or something, or like Iron Maiden, like yep. World of the Ages. World of the Ages, yep. It's very death, very death clocky. Yeah, it's like a skeleton, a giant skeleton over the earth with like his hands like cra- grasping the earth, like that kind of deal. Yeah, that's exactly right. Like a metal thing. I never got that whole uh, 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 aesthetic. The metal skulls and goblins and devil and flame that never did anything for me. Yeah, it's like one step away from. From like LARPing, from from being like a. Do you think so? It's kind of one step away from like Dungeons and Dragons. It's like a, they both have like an affinity for creatures and stuff. Like, I do D and D. I guess there, there. You know what? You're right. There is a lot of Dungeons and Dragons and heavy metal overlap. Right. Specifically, that '80s metal. That's They're all both about, about like, like fighting and creatures and just kind of. 
Like I like the Iron Maiden stuff is is very much like like Run to the Hills. Is there yes. a cat behind me again? There, there is. is. You should take a screenshot of that. Um, let me see if I can do it. Oh, I don't yeah. know if I can. I think I got it. Run to the hills. Take it down. Take it down. Yeah, I got it. Okay. Thank you so much. That, that could be the episode cover. It looks cool, doesn't it? It's in the light. Yes, it's. It looks like. <laughs> it looks like like the Lion King, just like standing on the rock. What if it just attacked me and like decapitated me? <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would regret people not being able to hear that. Actually, people would be able to hear it. You'd be in the middle of a sentence. You'd be like, fuck! <laughs> I gotta take a... I know this is bad uh, podcast etiquette, but I have to take a... I have to show Alex this. Go for it. Chuck is taking a picture of the cat being behind him. <laughs> Chuck has new modeling abilities now. Anyway, <laughs> the cat. I like that she likes that window. That's cool. Come to my window, Bill. I've heard you had a game for us today. I do. Um, and we'll be getting to it after the break. But we have new technology now in this podcast. Um, I now can play things through my computer and have them show up on the recording, and you can also hear mm-hmm. them as well. I have no idea what you're. Now, you've told me about this very recently, but I don't know what you're bringing to the table uh, with this technology, so I'm very excited to hear about it. Yes. It, it takes... I it, I don't want to get into it too much because this would be extremely boring, but it, it is really, really hard to set it up to where I can play audio through my computer, it will go through the mm-hmm. Skype, it will end up on the recording, but you won't like hear yourself when you're talking. It's Sure. It took a while to set it's- up. Um, it's, but it's, it is a feat of technical wizardry. Yes. Normally, you need like a mixer to where you put like two different channels into a a thing. Sure. That was that was a technical way to describe <laughs> it. Two channels in a thing. Um, Chuck. So <laughs> you want a cat? It's ironic because uh, I want I a, a hat. I want a hat. What do you mean you want a hat? So I've been trying to look at different hats. I feel, like we've, I feel like we've talked about this before. I think we've we've talked about like baseball hats before. Okay, yeah. Uh, I think that was that was one of your fine things that baseball players wear baseball hats. That was one of your fine <laughs> That's things. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do, and it's fine. So it's great. Fuck yeah. you for judging. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, but no, I can't think of a. So every hat now I perceive is like a douchebag thing. Oh. No, I don't think that's true. Like fedoras? People hate fedoras now. Um, a little bit, yeah. Like, people people on the internet make fun of, like, the, the chubby white guys wearing fedoras. It's like a... I think it's like a Reddit thing now. It's become like a Reddit avatar kind of deal. Um, it might be. I can't say I'm familiar with that. I understand the general... Uh, antipathy towards people towards white dudes wearing fedoras um because it does seem a little attention grabby mm-hmm. that said i did have a bit of a fedora phase me too yeah well, we used to go to karaoke every week at the that place in providence uh that no longer exists i used to yeah, wear a fedora a good, when i go went there it's it's a good hat it's also a good hat to grow out of you don't <laughs> i don't yeah. think you need to go into fedoras anymore yeah no 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 i wouldn't do it anymore um the other hat is like that that weird like flat kind of like I don't know how to put it like, like the Irish like, cap. Yeah, yeah, that hat. Like Irish mobsters wear them. 
Yeah. Like yeah, they're those. they're smushy. Or yeah, like little kids who sold newspapers on stands in the yes, nineteen twenty. Yes, yeah, or those shoeshine guys. Kind of shoeshine kids. Floppy floppy short brim. Yes. There is a term for them. I don't know what it is. I think uh, but I know uh, just what you mean. That those one those hats are fine. That one might be the that one might be the winner right now for me, but in terms of like there's no negative perception toward them. There isn't. Those are a perfectly fine hat. Better if you're bald. Yeah. Those are a good bald guy. Or if you have a really short haircut. I think if you have poofy hair on the side. I don't, like, I think you'd be okay. Your hair's pretty short on the side. Right. Um, I think that I think that'd be good for you. You don't have, like, a... Uh, your head and my head are kind of the same shape. They're more... They're super, uh, like, oval. They're egg-shaped. They're longer than rounder. Yeah. They're not, like... They're, they're closer to a football than a baseball, you know? Yep. <laughs> so that makes those hats a little bit tougher because those hats really rely on the rounded kind of. Right. But I think you could still be okay with it. Yeah, I don't know. I've never looked up. Like, I know there's hairstyles for head shapes. I've never looked up hats for head shapes. Yeah, I mean, again, I'm pulling all this out of my ass, so I might be wrong about everything. I'm just going to wear, yeah. like, a, magi- a top hat. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. <laughs> nope. Unless you have a tuxedo to go with it. I don't. I don't um, have a tuxedo. It, yeah, you don't want to go. The good thing about those hats too is that they they can be kind of uh, formal in a, in a sense. Um, you'd have to, you know, if you're going to a fancy dinner, you have to take them off or such. But if you, I don't know, if you're going out for a night on the town, it, they're acceptable hats to wear, hmm. uh, much more so than a baseball cap. Right. Yeah, you know? baseball cap, which is, is nice. Yeah, N- not so good, and even more so than a winter toque, like a, a like a, a snow hat. Oh right, yeah. You know, like a a toque is what they're called. The ones with the things you that know, go over your ears, the little flaps. Not even those, but they're just they're just round. Oh, like the you know, the, they're like kind of Russian like a, styled. No, even less than that. Just oh. like a round hat, they're just a, a round flap of cloth, and they go around your head like this. Oh, oh, I know. Like, okay, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't uh, know why I couldn't conceptualize that. I always call them a winter hat, but they're like, a lot of times they'll, they'll flip up. They'll have like a, a brim that goes all the way around. Robbers wear them. Robbers do wear them. That's right. <laughs> oh, no, that's a ski mask. Not a ski mask. <laughs> it's like a ski, Not mask, a ski mask without mask. the mask. No, like a, it's a, it's a. What the fuck are we a, talking uh, about? <laughs> <laughs> talking about hats. What's the name of them? It's a, no, the name of them is Toke, T-O-Q-U-E, and oh, look at you, that's Mr. that's what they that's what they look like. They're they're just they're they're to- they're 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 winter ha- they're hat hats. They're uh, oh yeah, you're you right. See they are called Tokes. Yeah. Okay. Good. Great. But even those, like I was saying, they're not like particularly formal. You know. Yeah, I'm not gonna wear that in July. Yeah, that's the other thing. I can't wear those in July. Why do you want a hat so much? I don't know. I just. There's not one. Just have hair concerns. You have hair concerns? Kinda. What are your concerns about your hair? How big this forehead is. This forehead's gigantic. Oh, that has nothing to do with your hair. Just has to do with having a big fat head? (laughs) I feel like my forehead, (laughs) like, I feel like this didn't used to be that large. But anyway, whatever. Um, I don't know what to tell you. You you can't tell me anything. (laughs) Just gonna... Just gonna wear a mask. Break! And welcome back to Foolish, episode 40. This episode is 40. Episode number 40. 
This is 40. We are 40. This is 40. Well, we're, we're not, not 40. fucking 40. We're, we're fucking we 30. 30. We're 10 years younger than 40. We are 75% of the way to 40. Ugh, what the fuck you? <laughs> why? 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 Why did you, you know what want, I think sometimes to make that? me feel better? I think like, well, what? those first six years didn't really count because we can't remember them. Mm-hmm. And something about that makes you feel better. Yeah, because it's like, oh, we I've only had this many years that I can remember. Uh-huh. And that makes it I don't know. Okay, I'm done. Um Let's move on. So Chuck. No, no yes. sorry, go ahead. No, I just said let's move on. Oh, let's move on. I thought you said hold on. I thought you were gonna do your Chuck investigation. Um <laughs> <laughs> So I have a game. And this game is it, it I was at karaoke. And I what there. Where'd you go? I went to the the place that you don't want to go to. Sure. It's called Downtown Billiards. What song? You, you saw one. You saw one picture on Google of an old guy there, and apparently I'm going to a nursing home. <laughs> just because there's one old guy. It was just that night. I would like to go with you in the future. I, was gonna, I tried to set up a group thing, and I felt like you shut it down, which made everyone else shut down. They completely shut me, me down. Much. <laughs> they respect you more than they respect me. Um, well, I don't know about that. That doesn't matter. I was going to say, he's not denying it. All right. Anyway. Um, so, I said I don't know about that. <laughs> all right. So so one of the things that I'm... Uh, there are certain things that humans do that I'm like, oh, that's that's interesting how we do, how we do that, like how it just comes naturally to us. And one of those things is you can hear like one note or one second of a song and be sure. able to pick out that song. I'm pretty good at that kind of thing. Okay, well, great, because that's what we're going to play. We're going to play a game called One Second Songs. Shit. Should not have <laughs> boasted. <laughs> so I, One I have second. Ten, I have ten songs, mm-hmm. and I have I have compressed those songs down to one second. So, not compressed. Compressed is the wrong word. I have taken one second clips from each song. Some of them, it's the beginning. Some of them, it's a, it's a lyric or, or like a sound. Mm-hmm. And I have created a one-second clip. Um, these songs are all hits. They are all very popular songs. You will know every one of these songs. And I want to see if in one second, if you can pick it out. I will say, um, all, over the last five years, if these, uh, I have become much less attuned to hit music. So if they're hits from, like, 2014 on, it might be I think be I dicey. only have one song that is out from the last five years. Okay, the reason I boasted at first is because when you first sent me the technology that you have, you used a Shawshank Redemption clip? Yes. So I thought the game was going to be, like, here's a sample of a movie, name that movie, which I would have been very good at. I'm less I'm less. Uh, that might be in the future. Now that I have this technology, this. I'll play a trailer and you'll figure it out. All right, I am ready to fucking go. <laughs> All right. All right, so here we go. Let's see how well this works. I'm doing a kung fu pose. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to start with a very easy one, in my opinion. Okay. Uh... Sure, it was Gangsta's Paradise. Okay, perfect. You fucking uh, nailed yeah. it. <laughs> you you nailed it immediately. Yeah, that's Gangsta's Paradise. I mean, everyone knows that one. That can't. That's you know, through the valley where I harvest my grain. I take a look at my wife <laughs> and realize she is very plain. Nope, that's Amish Paradise. Did I get it wrong? Nope. I think you combined good. both of them? Okay, anyway. So, yeah. okay, very good. You are one for one. 
Great. Here is the second one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't get no satisfaction, but I'm only Jones. Yes. Wow, this is easier than I thought. Okay. Well, we'll see. Because the thing is, if I keep doing well, it's going to get, like, after song eight, it's going to get to the kind of the perfect game territory. Where <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know what right. there should be? There should be a five-second timer for me to say the answer that you should be keeping track of. Oh, that's a good idea. All right. Cool. You know All what right. I'm saying? Yeah, because the reason I thought of this is because like you can hear that one note and immediately know what song it is. Yeah. Okay. We'll yeah. Do so that. I should have five seconds to answer, and if I don't, it's incorrect. Okay. Number three. Here we go. Wait a minute. Hold on. How long is five seconds? Two. Let's make it seven seconds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> seven second rule. All right. Here we go. Yeah. Stop. Uh, a yellow by Coldplay. Yep, you nailed it. Good. <laughs> Stars, the shine you. <laughs> but you're kind of like hitting my wheelhouse of song, so it's it's. it's I know. I, I wanted to. This was this is kind of an experiment as well. Um. So. Sure. So I might make them harder later on, but I at least want to make this one easy, so you would want to do it again. What's a, what's winning? What's a passing grade on this game? Like seven or more. Yeah, I guess we'll make it 7 out of 10, which I think you'll definitely get for this one. But in the future, I might make it a little tougher. We'll do 7 out of 10. Yeah, all right. All right. Next one. Uh, This is another easy one I think you'll nail. Nirvana, tell the teen spirit. Smells like teen spirit. There we go. Yep, you got it. (laughs) Yeah, I looked up a list of, like, songs that you would here on the first note, and that one came up a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Now, that's three, although you've gone with the first uh, hits from. That's three openers, right? Yeah, There's I don't no always do the openers. It. All right. Um, okay, here's one that's not an opener. Oh, shit. No, I got I, I, <laughs> those three piano notes. <laughs> Can I hear it again? I'm, I'm saying I got this one wrong. Um, I missed this one. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, one more time, and then uh, it's it's an it's. I have no idea. All right, let me play the the whole clip. Mm-hmm. I see a little silhouette. Oh fuck! <laughs> Come on. <laughs> okay, that's a tough one. Is it? I, I, okay. All right. No, I, I don't begrudge being in there. That is a tough one, though. Okay, good. All right. So that's kind of where I'll aim. Um, all right. So you are. <laughs> oh, that was tough. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, okay. I actually thought you. Okay. So you are one, two, three, four. Um, you're four, four, four five, I believe. Yeah. All right, here's number six. Uh, Boulevard of Broken Dreams by Green Day. Yep, you got it. <laughs> this is a good song. I walk a lonely road. It's a good goddamn it. song. That album was really good. Uh, oh, American Idiot, right? That was the album? That was a fun little album. I know it's like... Not cool to like that album, but I don't care. I thought it was fun. It was it was great. It was yeah, it was a huge hit. Um, 
All right. What the hell just happened? That loud crash you just heard was my cat knocking something over on the shelf behind me. <laughs> Acclamation is happening. This is what happened. <laughs> I don't even care what it was. All right, you're gonna, you're gonna. I'll, I'll be. I'm gonna put some pressure on you. I will be very disappointed if you don't nail this. <laughs> no. All right. Shit. Uh, Smash Mouth. Uh, All Star. <laughs> yep. Okay. Good. You got it. <laughs> uh. All right. Uh, next one. Let's see if you get this one. I don't know about this one. Uh, Taylor Swift, shake it off. Oh wow, you nailed it. That's the only that's the only like newer one that I have on there. And I knew you knew that oh. song. Can I hear oh. that just clip again? Sure. Yeah, that's that's there's not there's nothing else. So, yeah, see, it's, it, like just from mm-mm, you immediately know like what song it is. I even made yeah, a two it, is, se- it is weird. Yeah. I even made a two second clip for that one. I go on too many days. That one's too easy, though. Oh, then then it'd be obvious, yeah. Yeah, that is too easy. Um, you gotta yeah, understand like, that most of most of these songs, with the exception of probably "No Satisfaction" and um, "Boulevard," maybe I've heard a hundred times. Right. These so, are all these are all hit songs. They're 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 huge hits. They're all giant hits. And uh, they're each songs I really really liked at one point or another, which. Um, so I, I've like listened to them outside of the radio, and they've been on mixes and stuff. I've listened to them all a lot. So sure, and that's just a weird uh, kind of uh, roll the dice here that happened with your with your mix. So let's see if it's if it continues. Uh this is the last one. You are you are eight for nine. Okay, I believe. Yeah. So this would be yeah. the last one. Mm-hmm. The uh, Billie Jean. Yep. I might, baseline, have to make, man. I might have to make this shorter. <laughs> like, one second is actually longer <laughs> than I thought it was. No, but you made it much shorter. Like, that clip would be... Boom. <laughs> like, but that's a would classic. That it, it, yeah, it might be a matter of, like, the section of the clip. Like, that baseline is so... At least for me, Iconic. it's like... Yeah. Um, it, I like that game a lot, though. I can play that game for, like, six more hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it, Name that tune. I did it... Um, I used to host karaoke at an Applebee's in Rhode Island when I was while well, I was still in college and I also did trivia yes Chuck what Applebee's it was on you Diamond Hill town. Diamond Hill Diamond Hill uh, Cumberland is that Cumberland or is that Woonsocket Woonsocket up in Woonsocket yeah sure. yeah I know, I know just where you mean and so you hosted, um, you hosted karaoke there I hosted karaoke there on Tuesdays, and I hosted trivia on Wednesdays. And one of the rounds of that trivia would be a, a name that tune. Mm-hmm. So I'd play like five seconds of a song, and they would get one point for the artist and one point for the song. I recently, I went to a trivia uh, two weeks ago. Um, one of our friend hosts, um, John, uh, Johnny Meigs, and he is a history nerd. He has his master's in history from Brown University, I believe. Jesus Christ, um, and he's a teacher. And what he'll he has he's very into um, ancient history, especially specifically European ancient history. Mm-hmm. So he he does over this over the, this is getting somewhere. I promise. Like over the course of the summer, he works on cruise lines. Oh. He works on Viking. He works on Viking cruise lines as a lecturer. So people who are on the ship 
uh, go into his basically lecture hall and he tells them all about this is the history of the place you're going to go to and it's it's like a that's what he does for the summer. That sounds he like a fun job. Tribute. Yeah, and he's super smart, uh, specifically that kind of thing. So he also hosts trivia, which I went to last week. And, like, every single one of the rounds was ancient Sumerian landmarks. And, (laughs) (laughs) like, uh, it was all ancient history, impossible, impossible questions. I was going to say, did you get one answer right? (laughs) We averaged, like, one or two right per round. Okay. Uh, And we were in last place... uh, by uh, by enough that it was embarrassing going into the last round. And then the last round, every question was worth three points. And it was, name that tune, what movie was it in, and who was the person that sang it? And we got almost everyone right. We finished in like third place. And all the nerds were very upset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trivia brings out the worst in people sometimes. Um, it kind of does. Like, when I was hosting... I like I had to always be looking around to see if people were using their phones or not. Like you get arguments a lot. Yeah, you get arguments a lot when when you say an answer and they they're like, "Well, no, it's actually this." And it's like, "Well, that's that's irrelevant because I'm the host and these are my questions and you got the answer wrong." So, move yeah, sure. on. And yeah. It's move on. The, yeah. the prize is like a free drink or something. Like <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> or like a glass. <laughs> like like you're going this crazy over <laughs> It, that's like when people go crazy for like people go crazy for the weirdest shit sometimes. Like when uh, I've gone to wrestling shows and people have thrown like T-shirts into the crowd with the cannons? and the crowd will go fucking crazy to try to get this T-shirt. I'm like, it's a fucking T-shirt. Well, or like or like a, at a concert, it's from a cannon, Bill. <laughs> sometimes at concerts, like the drummers will throw their drumsticks into the crowd and people will flip out over that. Uh, I don't get it. Um, I, I, don't... I have. I have one bonus one for you, by the way. Oh, sweet. Yes, there's more. <laughs> you're, you're, you're not going to like this one. Oh. <laughs> Banana phone by Rafi. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Ring, 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 ring. Banana, Banana phone. phone. Uh. Oh, remember that video? That video was insane. Do those still exist? Those kind of videos. Flash videos? Not flash videos, but weird, like, salad fingers, like, horror cartoon short <sighs> film. Like, almost like creepy, like, it was pre-creepypasta stuff, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think so anymore. I don't think it's, like, a big... I know creepypasta still exists as, like, a site, but I don't believe it's as prominent as it used to be. For the listener, can you explain what the hell I'm talking about, if they don't know? So creepy pasta. So well, not creep. I mean the the videos. People would make flash videos, which are essentially just like animated shorts that they they use with a program called Flash, and they would make you know weird kind of stories. And there was one uh, about this song that you just heard, which is a children's song called Banana Phone, and it was a cartoon about a guy who suddenly just started hearing Banana Phone in his head, and he couldn't get it out. And his friends around him were, like, very confused, and then he, like, passed it on to them like a virus, and they all started, like, killing each other because they... they no, they committed, like, ritual suicide. <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> it was, like, really insane. Yeah. But there was a, there were a, a number of videos that were like that, that were super dark and weird. There was that balloon one. Do you remember that one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With a balloon yeah, torture Billy's kid. balloon or something? Yeah. Yeah. And then all the Salad Mayor stuff, who was a very strange character, who was, like, into creepy stuff. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know if that exists anymore, or if it does, I'm just not tuned into it, because it's very teenager-focused. I was going to say, it's kind of like, it was very, like, emo, too, and I think emo stuff is kind of falling out a little bit. Yeah, I guess. Um, I forget how so that was <laughs> One Second Songs. <laughs> I like that game a lot. All right. I will prepare another round. Great. Bill, I've got one question for you. Ooh, yes. You have any things? Oh, I got things. You got some things? Some fine things? You got three fine things? I got fine things! Drop that track. Now's the part of the show where Bill and Chuck will tell you their three fine things. Could be places or people with mutant faces. Three fine things. They're not great, but they are not things that we hate them. I remember once in trivia, really quick, I remember once in trivia that like these group of kids got a perfect score and they came up and they were like, all right, where's our prize? And I was suspicious of them immediately. So I was like, well, since you guys got these right, I'm going to ask you the questions again up here. Mm-hmm. And I asked them like two of the questions again up there, and they had no idea. And I was like, "Oh, you no guys look kidding. at your phone. Okay, have a have a seat." And they were so mad at me. I almost got into. A, I, I think I almost got into a fight that day. Wait, when you said they were kids, were they? Uh, did you mean that closely? Were they actually like teenagers? They were like they were like eighteen. Wow! No kidding. That's amazing. And I asked a bunch of what? questions that like like eighteen year olds probably wouldn't know. So what did they and say so they to you gonna, when you asked them like when you asked them the question again? What did they say? They were like, uh, uh, like they were trying to think of it because they obviously used their phone to look up the answer. And but they didn't even do, remember. It was only it couldn't have been more than ten minutes before that, right? Right. That's weird. I asked one question they kind of knew still, and then the other one they like completely didn't know. They're like, oh, I don't remember, and I'm like, okay, we. You guys use your phone, right? And they, they kind of like begrudgingly accepted it. Didn't ah, uh, I see. And and they were they were pissed at me. <laughs> they were really mad <laughs> at me. How many questions were your rounds? There were ten questions around. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. Interesting. I don't know. It's weird. Anyway, uh, so three fine things. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to play trivia more. Playing trivia more is a goal I would like to achieve. I want to get the group to uh, the group of our hangout people. Uh, there's a place that does music bingo, I believe, every Wednesday or Thursday. And I would doesn't really bingo, like to tr- Doesn't bingo rely on a lot of chance, though? You gotta lay your board out right, and if it's not, then you're... Yeah, but in this case, instead of just hearing people call out numbers, which is boring to me, uh, yeah, you hear a song, and that's your bingo chip. Yeah, yeah I'd go. Okay. Good. We'll have to try it one of these days. Anyway. Are we on? Are we recording? Is that happening? Yeah, we've been recording, man. This is this is all live. This is all stuff. But we're back from break. Yeah, we we're we're back from break. <laughs> we're back from everything. The theme okay, song good. is played. The theme song is played. That's what I meant. And we're yeah, ready to we're do playing. three fine things. I'm gonna go first. Go for it. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna start small, I think. And um I 
I get the feeling I like chocolate milk more than adult is appropriately allowed to like to like chocolate milk. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I love chocolate milk. I love it. It is it is the most delicious thing in the world to me. It it always has been. I just like it so much. I like it with all every food. Every every single food in the world, the best drink to pair it with is not a fancy wine or or or, or sparkling uh, water or a craft beer. It's chocolate goddamn milk. I've never seen you drink chocolate milk. I don't think. I that can't be true. Well, okay. I guess it could be. I don't like drink it in public very much. But uh, my fine thing is rich chocolate Ovaltine, which is the best kind of chocolate milk. I was about to ask, like, what's your milk scenario? Oh, uh, Nestle can go fuck itself, and Hershey's syrup can go fuck itself. Rich chocolate Ovaltine is the king, okay. and it's the only acceptable form of chocolate milk. And that's the end of my thing. So is it like you getting the powder or the syrup and putting it in? Is it powder? No syrup. It's powder. It's powder. It powder. comes in a like a tub. <laughs> it comes in the big uh, like mason jar-y kind of things. Uh-huh. And it's a powder, and it's packed full of vitamins. And sugar, <laughs> and I'm guessing I'm guessing you have to use whole milk. No, I don't. I've I've given up my whole milk crusade. Oh, okay. Um, just to to watch my calories, I've switched to to skim milk actually, and it's it's fine. It's skim milk could be a fine thing. It's not today, but it could be. Skim milk is perfectly fine <laughs> too. Fair enough. And uh, yeah, that's that's rich chocolate Ovaltine. Some people like the malt chocolate, which is the orange labeled Ovaltine. That's the classic. That one's pretty good too. But give me the light blue labeled rich chocolate Ovaltine. They don't make coffee flavored uh, Ovaltine. I don't know, but if they did, I wouldn't mind it. I don't want coffee milk, but I like chocolate milk. Most people listening don't even know what coffee milk is. That's probably true. It is true. Absolutely, it's like chocolate milk, but it's flavored like coffee instead of chocolate, like coffee ice cream, but milk. Yeah, exactly. There. Jackasses. All right. Anyway. Fucking I don't know why I'm insulting bad people. <laughs> well, because they're idiots and they're intolerant. You know, Bill. It's like we don't ask for much. <sighs> Go drink from a bubbler. <laughs> <laughs> that one is stupid. What does anyway. he mean? Go drink from a bubble. <laughs> <laughs> why does that person yeah. talk like that? That's you, Maryland people. <laughs> yeah, jackass. All right. Anyway, <laughs> um, so my first fine thing, sure, is um. So, <laughs> these people are heroes to me, but oh. they won't be heroes to everyone else, um, just because of my, my fear of heights and my fear of falling. Um, I cheerleaders, have, like, so many... Okay. Yep. Cheerleaders that get thrown. Sure. Any cheerleader that's that's willing to get thrown, like, 10 feet in the air by, by other people that are their age, mm-hmm. they're heroes to me. I don't know how they do it. Because I don't know how you especially train at the beginning. I don't know how you train at the beginning because they're going to fuck up at the beginning. And I'm not willing to get thrown that high in the air and have to deal with all the fuck ups of falling down and hurting myself until people get it right. I can answer some right. of these questions. Wait, why? I can answer some of these questions. Because was uh, when I was in co- No, when I was in college, I dated a girl who was. Oh. So there are positions. And like the top of the, the person getting thrown weighs significantly less than the person doing the throwing. Sure. And the, it's always like two or three people that do the throwing. So it's like if like you, me, and uh, and like a friend of like a big friend of ours wanted to throw up uh, a girl that only weighed 140 pounds, we could get her pretty high in the air if she was jumping with us in the throw, you know? Right, right. 
So that's how that happens. I they. But they me must and you and this mats. I was gonna say me, you, and this big friend have not trained on how to properly catch this person. Yeah, so no, I'm guessing I, the first few times we do it, we're gonna mess up. Uh, yeah, but if you see the catches, the catches are always like crowd surfing, where they just kind of make a basket with their arms and catch right. them like on their backs. It's right. not like uh, head first kind of catches. I ice skating to me the the mixed the the mixed doubles oh, ice skating yeah. those yeah. tosses are insane because yes. they're essentially on concrete. They're basically naked. Like what they're wearing is a layer of silk, and that's it. Yep. And they're getting they're going really fast. And then they, the guy just throws the girl up, like, mm-hmm. ten feet in the air, and she does a million spins. <laughs> yeah. And he does a million spins. Then he catches her by her ankle, and she's upside down an inch from the ice. Like, that, to me, is much more uh, insane than the... Ch- I, I agree with you. The cheerleaders, um, that is that truly is a sport, I, I believe. I believe cheerleading is a sport. Basically, any woman kind of a- willing to get thrown is, like, a... like. I don't know Stop. how. I don't know how. Like, <laughs> I would never agree to that. It's it's. It used to be. I remember it being like a a, a weird faux pas, and it probably still is. That like there are cheerleading competitions, and it's like it's not a sport. It's cheerleading. It's like bullshit. That is, uh, especially when it comes into the competition stuff where they're doing the throwing and the routines. It's basically like high level gymnastics, and it's dangerous. And it's it's mm-hmm. it's it's uh yeah. I'm, I'm that's a good fine thing. All right. You would never do it. I would be thrown? Yeah. It'd be tough for me to... I'd be scared to hell. What if it was all like a bunch of Vince Wilforks? <laughs> well, then I would do it just for the story. A bunch of clone Vince Wilforks <laughs> threw me? Hell yeah. Like a, bunch of, like a bunch of really athletic defensive linemen who bench press 400 pounds. I'd feel... I'd actually... I actually would feel a little more secure at that point. So so put so that's the same kind of thing with the girl. I, I, yeah, yeah. But still, no, I know what you're saying. It must be absolutely terrifying. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't do it either. And I've watched competitions, and they, they sometimes they fall. They nuts. Yeah. Sometimes they fall, and they have to get right back up and just clap and smile. And I'm like, how the fuck are you doing that? I remember our, our high school cheerleading team was exceptional. Yeah, they were pretty good. Do you remember that? They won competition. No, they won competitions all the time. Right. They were like yeah. nationally ranked or whatever. I don't know. I didn't get into it too much but i remember them being really really exceptional yeah they did a couple of performances in the, like the assembly area and yeah they, and they really, did all really the good. flips and throws and you're like holy shit that can't be done and then they did it all yep. right my next fine thing bill is jacques Cousteau? no my lift driver from two or three weeks ago <laughs> I knew you were going to go somewhere weird with that. At first, I thought it was like a movie that I haven't heard of yet. All right. Let's hear about this. For like for three or four weeks, I would uh, go out and meet some friends at a bar in Providence and get a lift because I'm not trying to drink and drive. My house isn't far from those places. So I would get a lift home. And the first night, uh, a gentleman picked me up. His name is Jacques. He's a 48-year-old African-American man, uh, nice, wonderful dude. Um, he picked me up, and very low on the radio was, um, I could see his radio was tuned to 1037 WEEI. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I, uh, it was it was the bye week, I think. Which is a and he local was, sports station, just for people's that's, reference. Sorry about that, yes. Um, and it was the bye week before the playoffs, and so we were just kind of driving, 
And I said, oh, you can turn this up if you want. I'm into sports too. And he just went, what do you think is going to happen for the Titans game? I'm so nervous. And we spent <laughs> 20, we spent, it was a five minute ride to my house. He parked and we spent 20 minutes talking about Pat's Titans. That's hilarious. <laughs> this, it, was, it was the, it was the week before, I think, cause that was a Saturday game. And so then after that game happened, um, I think I'm getting the, cause this is a month ago now. After that game, I went out again with my friends. Uh, I think it was a Joe and Christian and I requested a lift from wild colonial and it was him. <laughs> it was him again. <laughs> so he picked me up and we we're like, Hey, Oh, we talked last week. Let's talk about <laughs> the, the Titans. About the Jaguars. Let's talk about, well, we talked about the game cause the game had ended earlier that oh, day. Right, 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 right. And then we then we talked about the Jaguars, and I remember he I remember he was like, "We're not losing to, we're never going to lose to the Jaguars in a million years." And I was like, "I don't know, Jack. They got a really good defense. Like, we're not losing to the goddamn Jaguars." <laughs> and then I I didn't tell you about this specifically because I wanted to bring it up here. Um, and then we beat the Jaguars, and then the next week, uh, I saw him for three consecutive four, three or four consecutive weeks. The oh next my week, God, we talked really. To, we, it was just random. I, it was I was out with uh, the guys again at Wild Colonial. I requested a lift, and it was him again. And wow. like Lyft isn't an app that remembers your preferences. It's just like if you press, you need a ride. The driver confirms they will pick you up, and it's like it right. just I feel like, like the drivers are all match. racing to accept it, right? Because they all want the business. That's one hundred percent right. And so it yeah. just happened, and it happened before the Super Bowl, and we got into talking about the Celtics, and this is before the trade deadline. <laughs> and the game, the uh, which the Patriots ended up losing, unfortunately. Um, sure. But I remember, I because I think we were going to record before the Super Bowl, and then we couldn't. Um, but going into the Super Bowl, we had like another hour long. Me and Jacques had like a it was a, we, <laughs> Jacques and I have formed a really good relationship, uh, revolving around sports and lift rides late Saturday nights. Um, and I hope <laughs> That's to not see a him name again. you forget. I hope to see him again in my life. <laughs> like, but I don't know. I don't know. His, I don't know his phone number. But uh, that's all. Jacques, my Lyft driver, is a guy I talked to uh, like for a long time in like a talk radio sports conversation kind of way. Mm-hmm. You know, just like very uh, before the trade deadline for the NBA, we were talking about if they should trade to get uh, that center down there in New Orleans. And I was saying how much I like Jalen Brown. Like just that kind of like really top level basic sports talk that I don't get to yeah, engage casual, in very often. Yeah, casual sports talk is nice. Yeah, and it was just that, and he was such a nice guy. And uh, there you go. His name is Jacques. If he, if, he, if he picks you up, ask him about the Celtics. He'll give you a hot take on Al Horford. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't like Horford very much. And, oh, uh, wow. Okay. There you go. Yeah. All Jacques right. is my second. Jacques. Jacques. I love it. J-A-Q-U-E-S. Oh, wow. That's not what I expected. Okay. Yeah, so that name stands out. You're not going to forget that name when it pops up. Like, so yeah. when you saw that it was, like, Jacques that was going to pick you up that second and third time, where you were like, yes! The second time, I was like, is that the same guy? I think it is. Yeah. The third time, yeah. I was like, this is incredible. I can't wait. <laughs> we're going to the Super Bowl. And it was like a thing now. Now it was like, I met this guy before the Super Bowl, before the playoffs started, and every, before every game, I've talked to him, and they've won. So it was like, I can't wait to see him after the Super Bowl, and we can celebrate. Right. But c'est la vie. I, didn't happen. I picture you going, like, is it Jacques? No, cancel. Is a jock? Oh, no, could. cancel. <laughs> <laughs> Until I've turned down every Lyft driver and I have to walk home. <laughs> yep. <laughs> this this asshole keeps turning us down. <laughs> oh man! I okay. Uh, what's your next fine thing? I have two more, and I think they're both really good. 
But you go we're going to do four fine things? I just, I, I have, but it doesn't matter. You go. All right. My second thing, I, I think this is, well, we'll see how quick this is. Um, my second thing is hand videos. Sure. I think <laughs> I know what you're talking about. So you always see them on Facebook. Mostly, it's mostly for it's mostly for food. Yep, but you always just see the video and you don't know the person. It's just a bunch of hands and they just make <laughs> things really fast. And you feel like you you learn so much and yet they're so addictive to watch as well. And I don't have much to say on them, but I, I whoever came up with that format about hands just quickly making things that top yeah. down camera view is like a genius. So I think a lot of it goes. To, I think you can credit a lot of it to Chef Sean. Sure. Because he does that first-person kind of view. Yep. And he's been doing it for 10 years. Yeah. If you don't know who Chef Sean is, guys, go back and listen to our episode in which I listed Chef Sean as a fine thing. I believe the episode was called Gary Lay Sucks. But that was the one. Um, I imagine a lot of it. I think it is. he gets like 2 million views a thing on his videos. Yeah. Um, you said but they're addicted is, to watch. But, but his is like... Like, it takes a couple minutes. He's talking the whole time. Yeah. The, these ones are, like, 45 seconds long. And yeah, no, I imagine he was, like, a progenitor. Like, he's the inspiration behind it. Sure, they, sure. Yeah. Uh, you said they're addictive to watch. Do you, do you watch, like, them back? To, will you queue up a playlist of them? No, but sometimes, like, like when you see one of them on Facebook, you could save that video and... and and then view it later. Sure. And if it's if it's something that I'm interested in cooking, um, I will save it, sure, and watch it they, back. They give me a lot of confidence. They make it look so simple. Yeah, because it's just a hand, and it's just, oh, all you yeah. need is your hand, and you just need to do what that hand's doing. I, 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 ha- I, I have learned, I think, in the past year that, like, 70% of cooking is confidence. <laughs> wow. I guess like so, it's, yeah. It's it's just like this is gonna be um this is gonna be fine and I'm just gonna do this and it'll work and it's like not like worrying about it and just kind of going for it mm-hmm. and as long as you have the foundation of like the the understanding of how stuff cooks you're gonna be fine and it's hard to it's hard to mess up a lot of recipes and those hand videos do a really good job of that it's just like plop this in the pan and put these spices on it and let it cook for whatever and then it's done it's like yeah it'll this, be edible this bowl this bowl this bowl blah 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 plop 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 and I don't. I think back in the Emerald Legacy kind of chef days, mm-hmm. those guys always made cooking seem a lot harder than I think it actually is. Yeah, they wanted to seem so good. And I think, like the hand videos, I'm sure if you watched a hand video and made the thing, it might not come out great. But I bet if you made it a second time, it would come out better. And you made it a third time, it would come out pretty good. Sure, sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I I'm I'm I've never made a hand video recipe though. Have you actually watched one, got the stuff, and made a thing? So I've done it once, and the problem with the hand videos is that it's so fast and it's so condensed that you have <laughs> yeah. to like pause and rewind a bunch of times when you get to yeah. certain steps. How'd it come out? It came out okay. It was just yeah. like a chicken recipe. It was like a teriyaki chicken recipe, and there was a the recipe had like how to make your own teriyaki sauce on it. It was pretty good. Now, Bill, you're a big pressure cooker guy. Is that right? <laughs> Who's this guy? Who's this person? <laughs> I'm a hard-hitting food reporter. <laughs> Chuck Foodsington. <laughs> <Damn. laughs> 
Food <laughs> Cooks Weekly. Come up with. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. Big pressure, big pressure cooker guy. Yeah. Bill, I saw I don't you. Know why I'm talking like you? <laughs> Wait, is that what I talk like? <laughs> sure. Continue. You do have a pressure cooker. I do. Would it be safe to say you swear by it? It's great. Oh yeah. I I've I've I haven't taken the plunge in. They seem too complicated. I just don't want to learn this stuff. It seems too hard. <laughs> it's it's really not. It's low pressure or high pressure. Okay. Do I when I when the timer's done? Do I release? Wait. It how do you manually? know low pressure, high pressure? Because the recipe will tell you. What recipe? So if it's a recipe, they will tell you do it in low pressure or high pressure. In the but you need all, to look up pressure cooker specific recipes. Not always. They they have buttons on them. Um. So like for instance, my pressure cooker has a rice button on it, or it has uh-huh. a chili button on it, and you just press the chili button and you're you're done. You put your stuff in the cooker. You yeah, that's seal what I did the with lid. the chili I made. I I put the you have, you have to saute the veggies first, so you can saute right in the pressure cooker. Then yeah. I poured all the rest of the stuff in, pressed the chili mm-hmm. button, closed uh-huh. the top, and uh-huh. I was done. It's not as easy as just closing the top. you got to seal that sucker. It's a whole process it, of getting that lid on. Of putting the lid on and turning it? <laughs> yeah, it's tough. Yep. <laughs> it's very complicated. If I could do it, you could do it. No, it's I guess, really good. Yeah, I like it. it, it uh, it's so I, fast. I recently got a Nutribullet. We got it as a gift. Yep. The little blenders there that have the cups built into them. Uh-huh. I've been doing a smoothie almost for two months now. I've been in a smoothie every morning, and I absolutely am in love with it. Oh, how do you feel? The uh, same, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't lost any weight, but I haven't gained any either, so I've stabilized. There we go. Yeah. Sometimes that right? in itself is a win. I think it is. All right, Chuck. My neck. Okay, so I am. I have two fine things, and I think I'm going to go with the audible. Every time I make an audible at the last second, I kind of regret it. And I kind of say I should have gone with the thing I had planned. Do it. But I kind of like this audible. Uh, My fine thing is that it is, for me personally, totally fine that the Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl. Ooh. (laughs) I was actually going to talk about this a little bit when you mentioned Jock, but... Uh, so yeah, we can we can get in we can get into why what, why were you going to talk about it when we mentioned Jack? I was just going to mention that what, like this year when the Patriots lost, it was the first year where I was like completely fine, like completely fine. It I I say this uh, sincerely. I didn't lose sleep over it. Yeah, like it, like when they lost those two to the Giants, I was like I had trouble sleeping. And I didn't want to listen to sports radio for the next, like, three days. I didn't want to go mm-hmm. on ESPN the next three days or anything like yep. that. Uh, this year, I was completely fine. Yeah, I, I think that's because of last year still. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I, I said this to you after they won last year. When they had that giant-ass comeback, I was like, I don't need anything else from these guys. I Like, we... I, I believe this to be true. It's not an exaggeration. We saw the single most incredible feat of a team that's ever happened in televised national sports last Super Bowl. Yeah, it was crazy. And we, we were on the the winning end of it. It's like, and by the way, it was the fifth time they won the Super Bowl in 16 years. Yeah. So with this one, it's like, we've already, we there's nothing that could happen in this game that's that could make up for the thing they saved us from last year. So whatever. 
And it was a great was like, game. The only way I was going to be pissed is if they pulled like a Falcons thing where they had like a 20 point lead and they, they blew it. Yeah, but this was like, you know what? The other team was just better. The other team just won. It's like sure. there was no dumb penalty. There was some dumb penalty things, but it wasn't like there was no helmet catch. There was no like it was just, oh, the other team was better than your team. And yeah, that's just zero- what happened. There was, yeah, there was no controversy in terms of that. Yeah, in terms of the play of no, the other team. There was no helmet pl- catch. There was no, it was just like, oh, no, they were just better. And yeah. good for them because we, were, not defense, but offensively, we were incredible. Tom Brady threw for 510 yards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was the, he played better than he's ever played before. And we're going to be back next year. I was not now those were reasons I was happy. I was most happy because a very dear friend of mine whose name is Matt uh grew up in South New Jersey and he is a huge Philadelphia fan. Mm-hmm. Uh 6 years ago I think it was, 6 years ago, we were still living there 7 7 or 8 years ago maybe. Uh the Patriots played the Eagles in Philadelphia and for my birthday, it must have been my 24th birthday, uh he bought us tickets. So we oh, we drove right. yeah. we drove from DC to Philadelphia and we watched uh, Ben Jarvis Green Ellis was on the team at the time. Oh my god! <laughs> and we watched and Philly was had Vince Young playing. It was the Vince Young season. Remember the team oh of destiny, god. the Superstars, yeah, when they signed yeah, Nandi yeah. Asamoah. Yeah. Yeah. So the Patriots showed up and just blew the doors off. They blew, beat it was like I don't know, not blew the doors off, but it was like you know thirty to nineteen or thirty to twenty, something like that. It was a convincing like, win. It's like after the first quarter, it's like okay, this is game's over. Right. Um, then four years later, because uh, they only play once every four years because they're in op- the competitions, the Eagles played the Patriots in New England when Chip Kelly was coaching the Eagles. So I yes. bought Sam Bradford beat one in that game, right? Mm-hmm. I bought Matt and myself tickets, and he came up, and we went and saw the game. And it was, both times it was very. We both uh, feel the same way about sports. We're more optimistic than negative, and it was like you know what? It's it's. Uh, his team lost when I was there. My team lost when when he was there. We were both very magnanimous. Like, hey, it's just great to have fun. So he's a really, really a true diehard Philadelphia fan. Um, so he works in a bar in D.C. I think, Bill, I've told you this, but I'll tell the listeners. He works in a bar in Washington, D.C., which closes at 3.30 in the morning on Friday nights. <laughs> uh, he got out of the bar at 3.30. Uh, he knew the Eagles would be uh, in the Super Bowl by then. He drove to Baltimore... Uh, airport to catch a flight at 6 a.m. Wow. He flew from Baltimore to Chicago, got into Chicago at like noon on Saturday, drove the six hours it is to Minneapolis. Oh my God. Randomly saw the Dave Matthews band play in Minneapolis that <laughs> night, who is uh, like, uh, aside of nothing, it's a very uh, sentimental band for him. So it was a big day for him just seeing Dave Matthews. Sure. Then, then he was in the city for the Super Bowl. He didn't go to the Super Bowl. He didn't have tickets. In the first quarter, he had the opportunity to buy. He was alone. He had the opportunity to buy three tickets for eighteen hundred dollars, and he was going to do it, but he accidentally hit cancel instead of accept on like StubHub or whatever. Oh no! And that was during the first quarter, so he didn't make it into the game. But then they they won and i uh i tried to call him i didn't get an answer and then i uh on my way driving home i called him again and i left him a message and i just said and i really meant it i was so happy for him i know how much he loves that city and those teams and i know how much this meant for him uh just that he did all that so i was really really happy for him and that was at like i don't know 11:30 when i was driving home maybe midnight 
and I didn't hear from him for like two days. And then I got my phone alerted me and said, you have a voicemail from Matt. That happened on Sunday night. Oh, so he left. He left me this voicemail at two thirty in the morning Sunday night. <laughs> I played it. I was driving home from work on Wednesday afternoon, which it's really weird that my phone didn't alert me to it. Yeah, it just didn't come through. I don't. I think maybe because he was traveling. I don't know what happened, but I didn't receive the notification. I played this voicemail on my way home from work, and I started crying. <laughs> okay. I and and uh, here so again this after I left him a message I, I think my message to him was hey I'm so happy for you congratulations it was a great game enjoy this that was amazing I'm really really happy for you and I meant it and that was it and then I got this let's see if this works here here it is everybody um, I just want to say I love you. And, uh, <laughs> God damn, what a fucking game. Holy shit. <sighs> Looking forward to, uh, when we meet up again. And, um, shit. If nothing else, it was a. So when he said I just called to say I loved you, I just started crying in my car. I was like, oh, that's so what I'm so I am so glad he is so happy. He's such a nice person. Yeah, that's a feeling that that we had too. Like like the whole not knowing what to say. Like yeah, that's Yeah. Yeah. So so because of that, I was like, you know what? I'm I'm okay. I'm glad the Eagles won. I really am. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I got. That was my third point. Can't win all of them. Someone else has to have joy. (laughs) My boss is a Steeler fan, and oh god, well he can go fuck himself. She. (laughs) She can go fuck. Well, okay. And she listens to the show, so. So Chuck, uh, can you perform damage control, please? <laughs> I can't. I got nothing. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> I mean, if Jesse James had actually, if Jesse James had actually caught the touchdown, <laughs> <sighs> fuck the Steelers, though. Seriously. All right. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on. Uh, my third thing. <laughs> yeah. My, my third fight thing. Sure. Big fan. Um, <laughs> is it is um so you know my scenarios about how oh. I was like um I decided to make myself homeless for six months. That's a yeah. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, I didn't like get forced. No, I mean, into I mean it. it. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Um. So one of the things that I always looked forward to when I was when I was sleeping in my uh, Ford Explorer Sport Track was I would always look at the weather. Um, one to know, you know how how cold or hot I'm going to be, obviously. Sure. But I would always pray for rain because laying in your car when it's raining 
is just a it's just a joy. You hear that shh, the kind of the wind, the, and you also hear like the dunk, 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 like what the rain hitting your oh, roof. Oh, the thunk on the roof, yeah. Yes, that is the sound. The rain hitting your windows and the roof. <laughs> uh huh. I thought of this because I a couple weeks ago I downloaded an app on my phone that makes like sounds when you're trying to go to sleep, and one of the sounds was actually like rain on car roof. Do they synthesize those, or is that actually a microphone inside of a car with rain on it? I've zero. I've never <laughs> recorded one. I have zero idea, Chuck. I feel like it has to be like, oh, they put a microphone, in, a good microphone, in the car. I don't know. Even with the babbling brook. <laughs> Can you say that again? A babbling brook. A bab- babbling yeah, okay. brook is um, weird, weird stuff. The brook is brook is babbling. <laughs> the babbling uh. brook. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Do you go to sleep with that playing now? Uh, sometimes. Sometimes I'll. So sometimes I'll do a podcast, or if there's nothing, I re- if I don't feel like listening to people talk, I'll just put one of those on. Every every night I'm yeah, kind of in a different always, mood. I'm always a podcast every night. I can't do the babbling brook. Actually, here's a question for you. So yes, I can do whatever I want because I'm I'm single. Yep. What do you What do you do since you are uh, engaged? Yeah, it's been it's been a tough process. Uh, if I were sleeping alone, what I would do is just have it playing a, a podcast playing through my phone. Sure. Um, if Alex liked the podcasts I liked, I would just have the music playing or the podcast playing through my phone. That's what I'm saying. The problem is she typically can't stand a few of the podcasts that I like. Um, <laughs> so what I do is I do earbuds, which is um, difficult occasionally. I was gonna say, yeah, um, you're gonna sleep on one by accident. Well, no. So what I do is I sleep on my side. So I'll just do one on the non-sleeping oh, side here. Gotcha. Oh, but I, you might accidentally like flail your arm and like hit the wire and send the phone happens, flying or something. It happens all the time. And if it happens, if I'm not in a deep enough state of sleep, it wakes me up and I just get frustrated. Oh boy! <laughs> it's like it's like oh, that, you're pulling up my thing. Uh, but no, tip it. It's it's fine. It's mostly fine. Um, there is like a, a a friend of mine told me about a headband that you can wear that almost looks like a um uh yeah just like a, a sweatband you would wear and it goes around your ears and there are speakers kind of built into it and it's USB so that's like it doesn't like invade your space or make you uncomfortable uh Bill yes. what is on your face right now <laughs> I got a CPAP machine how do you even how how you can't that's impossible to sleep with that on. Um, it's not that bad. It's pretty, you get used to it. But yeah, I have to sleep on my back now. And usually I would sleep like right on my face. Like, yeah, they say um, sleeping on your back is much better for you. I've heard the opposite. um, Actually, I've heard like if you snore a lot, that sleeping on your back is. No, not, I mean like ergonomically, like for your spine and stuff. Oh, right. Your body sleeping on your back is much better for you. Yeah, so so I've had to learn to sleep with this thing, and it's been it's been interesting. But it, Bill, how would you describe that thing? Um, I would describe it as kind of a, it's like a big headband with a nasal mask attached to it that you put your nose mm-hmm. in, and while you're sleeping, you this air pumps into your nose, and it's got a hose sticking out of it. How come it needs all this stuff around the? Uh, that's like, just, why isn't it just why is it just one band? How come it's got all the this extra stuff around the jaw and it, it has to, to stabilize it, because to keep it locked into place. Yeah, it has to ha- it has to retain its seal while you're sleeping. Oh, like, it's pressurized. Yeah, because it's pressurized air. So if it was just one band at the top, I could 
you know, like move the bottom up and that would break mm. the seal. So it kind of has to surround your head. So it's actually like this, these, the strap part is fine. The part that straps to me. Um, but yeah, just, just this hose getting in the way. Like I can't sleep on my face because there's just this of big course. Yeah. freaking thing. It <laughs> could be impossible. I can't sleep with my head like this hitting the pillow, like with the hose. How long have you been doing the, what is it called? The C, CPAP? Yeah, CPAP stands for continuous it's for positive now. airway pressure. Yes, exactly. So while I'm sleeping, that thing's always pumping air. And mm-hmm. so when I breathe in, it's got an additional boost to it that opens, keeps my airway open. Does it like dry out your sinuses? I would feel like I would get a million nosebleeds with that thing. No, the one thing, uh, no. So actually, no, because it, it's got, um, I can show you the machine, but it's got like a, it's also got a little humidifier on it. Oh, no shit. So it's That's it's cool. always Yeah, it's actually pretty cool. That should have been my fine thing. But it's always <laughs> It's always pumping in um so yeah, the air always has moisture to it. It's not just random air. Yeah. And have have you been have you noticed a difference in your I don't know. So I so I have an app on my phone. That could be another fine thing. Um but oh, the sleep tracker? Yeah, the sleep tracker that the sleep that, tracker 5000. Yeah, that that tells you if you snore. Do you have that? No, I don't. So I, I, have I don't sl- need to know. I, I have, have Alex sleep- who just lets me know in the morning begrudgingly. <laughs> <laughs> that was a shock. So I, I fell asleep, and it tells you, "Oh, you've been you've snored for thirty five minutes," and it records like little thirty second clips of you. So I, I think I still have those on my phone. But yeah, oh it's, no, <laughs> it's bad. It's it's not good. But has it gotten better with the thing? So yeah, the first. So now it's now it's zero. It's I don't snore. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, I don't snore at all. According to this, I don't snore at all. But do you notice a difference in your, like your energy or like do you, do you wake up feeling like oh I slept better? A little. Um, how they often, say it, how often do you wake up like hmm that was a good old sleep. I feel yeah, like great. The Brady Bunch like like my hair Does is that perfect. Ever and... happened to you? <laughs> no. No. It happens to be like once a month, and usually it's on a Sunday morning. <laughs> it's like, I didn't drink the night before, and it's like, ah, I just slept for nine hours, and I feel great. I Let's go get a ready croissant. ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's never happened to me, ever, ever in my life. No, probably a couple times, but yeah, no, I I do feel a little better. Um, They say it takes time to get used to it, and so it, it gradually improves. Yeah, I can imagine... Switching to sleeping on your back is probably the hardest part, right? I could kind of get away with doing it on my side, um, but yeah, the the big freaking hose and the tough. nose thing—they kind of they kind of suck. You know what's frustrating is if I'm on a couch, I can sleep on my back no problem. Or if I'm in a recliner, mm-hmm. I can fall to sleep on my back, and then like the Masters is on, or it's or it's Sunday bowling <laughs> on ESPN, I can fall asleep on my back in a heartbeat. Sure. But if I'm in bed and I need to fall asleep on my back, it just can't. It just will never happen in a million years. You'd be surprised. You'll get you. You get used to it. That's good. But yeah, look into it. I had to get the sleep study done. That sucked. It took me no, like six to to, months to get this thing. You had to go to a place where they. So first, I had to get diagnosed. Like first, I had to have my like doctor like write up a thing. So I had to get a sleep study done, and I had to get two of them done. I had you had to, to get, get like a referral. Yep, you have to get a like referral. You're, you're, you're a candidate for this procedure. Yes. Then I then I went to a place, and I didn't get an appointment for like two months, but they give you like a home kit that you bring home and hook up to yourself. 
so that they can determine, oh, do you have it? Then you got to do another sleep study at an actual place, and they hook up a bunch of crap to your head and your chest and stuff, and they test, like, oh, this CPAP is working for him at this pressure level, that sort of thing. And then when they finally diagnose, like, like the... Go ahead. Do they induce sleep? Or do they just ask you to go to sleep while they watch you? No, yeah, yeah, that. You show up at, like, 8 p.m., they Uh hook you up, and you sleep there overnight. But what about the five hours between 8 p.m. and 1 a.m. when you're awake? <laughs> I, I went to bed at like 10. How? I couldn't I, I couldn't do that. I was actually, I, I, for some reason, getting there makes you tired. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they put like. <laughs> yeah, I think I would like pull an all-nighter the night before to make sure I could actually fall asleep. Or take, or take something like. Yeah, so that's what I mean. If they gave you like a knockout kind of drug. But yeah, they wake you up I think at I like. Would just, they wake you up at like six. Yeah, because I think at like eleven thirty, I would just like radio into the guy. I'm still awake. Uh. <laughs> That's something they have too. Like while you're sleeping there, they can talk to you. Is it a bed or is it like yeah, a cot? Yeah, it's a bed. No, it's like it's, a, it's a, it was a comfortable bed actually. It's a nice bed. Yeah. What's the room? What's the room like in the sleep center room? Is it a hospital room? Or is it like a nice hotel? It's like a hotel room. Like, it's, it's like a hotel room with equipment in it. Are there paintings on the walls? No, not that I remember. Hmm. There was a, a there was a TV. It just had uh, CBS, ABC, Fox, NBC, and a bunch of Spanish stations and public access. Okay, that sounds nice. So that made me more sleepy because I couldn't watch anything. Yeah. Hmm. Good night, everybody. It's ironic because it's a sleep study. Good night, everybody. And <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs>